Hello, welcome to Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Sademan here in Victoria, BC. In this program, we all discover jazz old and new together. We'll listen to a wide variety of jazz styles and I'll present different topics, giving ideas as to what we can listen for to enhance our experience. Thanks to Peterborough Independent Podcasters for hosting this podcast. For the next 60 minutes, Discovering Jazz. Today... Let's say goodbye to Discovering Jazz for 2020 as we emerge into the dawn of 2021. I know it's been a really tough year. The year 2020 for Discovering Jazz, for a podcast, it's actually been pretty good. I've discovered some great new music and uh, there's been really some fascinating programs, I think. But then, of course, I'm biased. I'm going to be doing a quick and dirty summary of some of the past year's podcasts and play some favorite selections, most of which were new discoveries for me. The first program from 2020 in early January was number 88 on Absolute Pitch. One of my favorites, as I could bring in my personal experience with what has been called Perfect Pitch, as well as dispel a lot of myths and discover other people who had it and how they dealt with its advantages and disadvantages. Here are uh, two from the early days of jazz who both had it, Bing Crosby and pianist Joe Sullivan, Hoagie Carmichael's Moonburn. Now if you think that I'm looking somewhat tanner, don't go blaming it on the sun. It's the moonlight and the sweetness in your manner That's making me the healthy one When the moon hangs low I begin to glow And my day has just begun I'm gonna get a moon burn When I'm with you tonight So very soon I'll moonburn When you hold me tight I'll ask the glowing stars up above me What your lips will impart And when they flash the word that you love me You know it's gonna warm my heart I'll get a brand new moonburn with every kiss from you And if I have my way Get my say You'll get a moon burn too Yes, moon burn it, Joe Lightly Sweetly and tenderly Dream it up, Joe When I get you alone with me tonight 
so very soon I'll remember when you hold me tight I'll ask the glowing stars up above me tell me what your lips will impart and when they flash the word that you love me ooh, it'll warm my heart I'm gonna get me a brand new Kind of a moon burn with every kiss I get from you. And if I get my way, get my say, you'll get a moon burn to keep undercover. You'll get a moon burn to who? From 1935, Bing Crosby and Joe Sullivan. I put together about four programs on tunes from the Jazz Students Bible, the real book, sixth edition, that... Tunes that aren't often played or heard. One of the tunes I played was by an underrated pianist and composer who just died this past month, Stanley Cowell. Here is equipoise, a word which I explained in podcast number 91 means a balance of forces or interests. Stanley Cowell.
Stanley Cowell, Equipoise. I love those series on real book obscurities. And in 2021, I'll probably do some more programs on tunes that I've discovered through going through every song in that book. It was always a thrill when I could find one of those tunes played by Canadian musicians. Here is uh, one by Bill Evans' bassist, Scott LaFaro, played by a great jazz quartet from Montreal, featuring Michael Donato on bass, Francois Borassa, piano, Frank Lozano on sax, and drummer Pierre Tanguay from 2011, Gloria's Step.
Gloria's Step by Montreal's Donato Barasa Lozano and Tangay. I put together a couple programs related to the subject of race. That was episode 95 in February, being a celebration of Black History Month, and episode 110 on jazz as a solution to racism. Oscar Peterson was very much a spokesperson for civil rights. Peterson experienced many episodes of racial prejudice during tours of the U.S. during his early years, but never expected to find this in Canada. But he did, when his family was subjected to racial taunts outside his home in Montreal in 2006. Here is Oscar Peterson with trumpeter Harry Sweets Edison, a tune they wrote together called Signify. Thank you. 
right on. Oscar Peterson and Harry Sweets Edison. I'm always fascinated with the stories behind particular jazz compositions, more so about how the tune was composed than the performance itself, although there are interesting stories there as well. Eight of the episodes between uh, episode 96 and 112 took a handful of jazz tunes, and I told a few stories about them as I played two or more different versions of each tune. One of them was one that I first heard by the Kingston Trio and was supposedly written by trio member Dave Gard. It was a great tune, but it surprised me to hear that Dave Gard had written it as I hadn't really thought of him as a jazz songwriter. Well, sure enough, there was quite the story behind it where he heard the tune played and sung by an elderly couple who had heard a cocktail pianist who claimed to have written it. Uh, Dave Gard searched all over to find the writer with no luck, so he copyrighted it. You're listening to a version of it by the Gene Harris Quartet from 1993, Scotch and Soda. Thank you. 
Gene Harris Quartet, Scotch and Soda. This is a review of my 2020 Discovering Jazz episodes. Episodes 98 and 101 were about jazz drumming, and Victoria's Kelby McNair had great things to say about the subject. I don't think I ever learned so much from doing a couple podcasts. Kelby talked about the prominent drummers, usually referred to as the greatest, such as uh, uh, Philly Joe Jones, Jack DeJanette, Art Blakey, and Elvin Jones. But he also made special mention of a lesser-known drummer, Vernel Fournier, who played with Ahmed Jamel in the late 50s and early 60s. And Kelby McNair is the king of the metaphor. Here he is talking about the Ahmad Jamal trio and the role that Vernel Fournier played. And I'm going to follow it with the Ahmad Jamal trio and their version of Surrey with the fringe on top. If you listen to the way Vernel plays brushes, Vernel's coming from a New Orleans tradition. He's playing calfskin heads. He's playing a larger bass drum. Um, He's got a very particular sound concept that he's doing. So Ahmad's trio kind of says, okay, we're going to paint a picture using this canvas, this size canvas, and we're only going to use five colors. Now, if you've ever tried to paint a painting and use only five colors, you'll notice that it's totally different than using ten colors, totally different than using two colors. So what Vernell plays primarily on those records is you'll hear, like on Surrey with the French on top, you'll hear snare drum and you'll hear bass drum. You'll hear the time being primarily played with the hi-hat and the snare drum. All those, what we call hits or shots, are being played in rhythmic unison with the bass and the bass drum. Uh, And it just creates this incredible clarity because it's only used in key moments when it's really necessary. And what it does is it shapes the composition. And you'll notice that there's times when they'll play a figure on the head in and they'll play that figure on the head out. It'll be exactly the same place, exactly the same spot, same dynamic, same figure, same articulation, same clarity of expression. And what that does for us as a listener is that helps to bookend our experience. Thank you. 
Ahmad Jamal with drummer Vernel Fournier and bassist Israel Crosby, Surrey with the fringe on top. Two programs I really enjoyed were on my own jazz roots. And one thing I talked about is how the B-sides of 50s and 60s 45 RPM records that I bought would be a tune that had some kind of jazz consciousness and how that led me into an appreciation of jazz. For example, remember the Chipmunks? The B-sides of their hits were instrumentals by the Chipmunks creator, Ross Bagdasarian, under the pseudonym of David Seville and his orchestra. Like this next one from 1957. It's the B-side of the Chipmunks Christmas song. This is Almost Good. Podcast number 102 was called All About Birds and a Bit of Bird, with Bird being the great sax player Charlie Parker. Here he is with Ornithology from 1945 with Miles Davis on trumpet. Thank you. 
Charlie Parker, Ornithology. Well, COVID started started hitting all of us in March, and I decided in April to put together a program on jazz tunes that had some kind of relationship to the pandemic. Here's one that those of you who are in a relationship and can't get away from each other due to all the restrictions can identify with. Eugene McDaniels and Trapped on This Planet With You.
sad, color me blue. So many colors that we can choose. Girl, I choose the blues, cause I'm trapped on this planet with you. Took me for a ride. Eugene McDaniels, episode 113, featured recordings nominated for the Canadian Juno Awards, and the winner for Vocal Jazz Album of the Year was Stay Tuned by a singer-songwriter and activist from Montreal, Dominique Fils-Aimé, spelled F-I-L-S-A-I-M-E. Here's the tune I played on the program, Joy River. Can you hear me, Lord? Can you hear me? 
Dominique Fis Aimé. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. Feel free to correct me if I'm not, please. One program into which I put a lot of work and was really happy with the result was on the compositions of the man who claimed to have invented jazz, Jelly Roll Morton. 
Through that program, I discovered a very interesting Italian pianist and arranger, Giorgio Gaslini. In 1993, he put out a whole album of Jelly Roll Morton tunes called Jelly's Back in Town. From that album, here is Boogaboo.
Giorgio Gaslini. Today I'm doing a bit of a review in my Discovering Jazz podcast from 2020. In the summer, I took a short trip up Vancouver Island and found a few 78 RPM records at some stores in Courtney and Nanaimo. I did a whole episode on those 78s, as well as a couple on other new records I found on that trip. Recorded from one of those 78s, here is Johnny Hodges and his orchestra with Frisky. that's about it for my review of this past year's podcasts due to time limitations plus the fact that many of you already heard some of the latest podcasts i've kept it uh, mostly to podcasts i recorded in the first half of the year but one later one number 119 was on the most recorded jazz standards of all time and the winner was without a doubt summertime with about 25,000 versions I'll finish this episode and the last episode of 2020 with one of those versions. 
And next week, to start off 2021, I have a series of programs playing music that the experts say was the best jazz of 2020. Again, this is all a part of my own discovery. And I'm so glad that you're accompanying me on this journey. This is Larry Sademan saying bye for now and have a happy new year. And we can look forward to summertime. Charles Mingus from 1957 with Hampton Halls on piano and Danny Richmond drums. Bye for now.